Today we're going to debunk a few food-related myths. There is a ton of old wife tales and bald-faced lies out there when it comes to food. The aim today is to bust up a few myths and set your business free. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Table Needs invites you to dive into a candid conversation with Christian and Tracy, co-owners of Restless Coffee, about their inaugural year in the food truck industry. Gain valuable insight on menu creation, top-notch customer service, community building, and the dynamics of working with your spouse. Curious about the journey? Click the link in the episode description to watch the video for free. Before we get started, the lawyers wanted me to say this. I want to remind you all that I'm passionate about your success as a food truck owner, but I'm not even close to being a medical professional. So if you or someone you know has any medical condition that we're talking about today, please consult with your health care provider for advice specific to your needs. Myth number one, many people believe that using peanut oil for deep frying can be dangerous for those with peanut allergies. However, the reality is a bit more complex. Peanut oil is not usually a concern for people with peanut allergies, and there are a few reasons for that, one being the refinement process. Peanut oil used in deep frying is typically highly refined, as in very highly refined which means it has gone through a process that removes the proteins responsible for triggering allergic reactions in people. During the refining process, the oil is heated to a high temperature, then it's filtered, which effectively separates the allergic proteins from the oil. As a result, the majority of peanut oil used in cooking is highly purified and unlikely to contain any significant traces of peanut allergens. It's important to note there are two different types of peanut oil in the market, and they fall into one of two main categories. The main categories are refined peanut oil, unrefined peanut oil. The refined peanut oil is a type of oil that I just described. It goes through a very highly refining process and it's generally safe for people that may have a peanut allergy because again all the proteins that cause the allergic reaction have been removed. Unrefined peanut oil, it's also called cold pressed or unprocessed, it doesn't go through the refinement so it has those allergic proteins remaining in the oil. It's used to flavor products. It's typically not used for deep frying because it has a low threshold for smoke. The safest option if you decide to use peanut oil for deep frying is to place a simple disclaimer on your food truck. This food truck uses peanut oil for deep frying. According to the FDA, highly refined oils such as soybean and peanut oil are not considered major food allergens. That's all the disclaimer you need. If someone says they're allergic to peanut oil and you serve peanut oil or products cooked with peanut oil, just let them know. There's no need to make a big deal about it and there's certainly no need to not use peanut oil. That's one of the myths that gets circulated so often when somebody talks about, I'm going to cook french fries in peanut oil, and you'll get a whole bunch of people that will say, you don't want to do that, you're going to get sued. Myth number two, microwaving makes food radioactive. 
microwaves use electromagnetic waves to heat food, not radiation. So the normal slang to nuke it really has no relevance because you're not nuking it. You're magnetizing it if you wanted to be more specific. But it's electromagnetic waves that create heat. The food doesn't become radioactive in the microwave. Many food truck owners shy away from using microwaves, partly because of the power consumption. But if they do have the ability to have a microwave, they don't like using them because a lot of chefs look at microwaving as cheating. Well, let me tell you, a microwave is nothing but a tool. And you can use tools in your kitchen. You can misuse anything, and cooks can burn food whether it's in a microwave or not. How many people get cut with a knife every single day? But you still see knives in use in kitchens. If you have a microwave, just learn how to use it because it can be a great time saver. But don't be afraid of it, and it certainly doesn't make stuff radioactive. Here's one you've all heard. Myth number three, the five-second rule. The idea that food is dropped on the floor is safe to eat if somebody is able to pick it up within five seconds. Well, that's not science. It's certainly not safe, and you don't want to do it. But so many people hear that, the three-second rule, the five-second rule, that they start to think it's plausible. It's not a real rule. As soon as it touches the floor, it's contaminated. There's dirt down there. That's a physical contaminant. Don't even have to worry about the bacteria that's down there. Food on the floor can't be rinsed off. Food that falls on the floor is just waste. Myth number four, eggs are bad for your heart. For a long time, eggs were thought to raise cholesterol. But when we finally applied a little bit of science and got into it, we found out that moderation with your egg consumption is generally not associated with a risk of heart disease. So you can cook eggs. They taste great. Myth number five, sugar causes hyperactivity. While it's true that sugar can lead to energy spikes, multiple studies have shown it does not cause hyperactivity, especially in children. I would say that bad parenting leads to hyperactivity, but the lawyers told me stick with food. Sweetening food as you see fit makes sense for your business. You want people to find your food to be delicious, and if you got to put a little bit of sugar in it, put a little bit of sugar in it. Don't be afraid of it. Myth number six. All fats are bad. Not all fats are created equally. Healthy fats, such as those found in avocados, nuts, and olive oil, can be a part of a balanced diet, and they're essential for overall health. Myth number seven, red meat is the only source of iron. While red meat is an excellent source for iron, it is not the only source. You can get iron from beans, lentils, spinach, and fortified cereals. Myth number eight, brown eggs are healthier than white eggs. The color of an egg is determined by what kind of chicken laid it, and it has absolutely no bearing on its nutritional value. Number nine, myth number nine, margarine is always healthier than butter. This depends on the type of margarine. Some margarines can be healthier due to lower saturated fats, but others may contain trans fats. It's essential to read the label before you just assume that this is margarine, so it has to be healthier than butter. And the last myth, myth number 10. Cooking vegetables removes all their nutrients. Cooking vegetables can break down some nutrients, but it also makes other nutrients more accessible, easier to digest, easier to consume. In some cases, like tomatoes, for example, cooking can actually increase the availability of certain nutrients found in tomatoes. So it's all about creating food that you're super proud of and don't worry about the myths. If your food's delicious, that's all that matters. Don't get hung up on what people say when you say, I'm going to cook in peanut oil. You will literally get a hundred people tell you, don't do it, you'll be sued. Shouldn't have a microwave on your truck. Don't do it. It's radioactive. All of the myths 
are just that. They're myth. Serve delicious food. That's what the bottom line is for your food truck. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.